Hello, my awesome project managers. Welcome to day 25 of 40 days to PMP exam success. Today, our task is task 11 in domain two, which is process, and it's titled plan and manage procurement. Plan and manage procurement has got five underlying enablers. One, define resource requirements and needs. So this is coming into the procurement in plan procurement management where you conduct a make or buy analysis. There has to be an understanding of resource requirements and needs first. Two, communicate resource requirements. This could be to potential sellers or people who could fulfill whatever is needed from a procurement standpoint. Number three, manage suppliers and contracts. And this means a contract has been awarded, it needs to be managed. Number four, plan and manage procurement strategy. Now you can see the order is getting out of whack because this actually happens before managing the awarding of a contract. Plan and manage procurement strategy has to do more with deciding upon the delivery method and the payment approach to the contract. And number five, develop a delivery solution that could be done in conjunction with a seller or that could be a delivery solution that is requested. In some procurements, the delivery solution is part of a request for proposal response, which means the proposal response has the delivery solution in it. And as a result of how good that solution is, how it appeals to the buyer, which is you in this case, you'll go ahead and award a contract. There you go, five steps. Remember though, in the world of procurement management in the Pembroke Guide 6th edition, there are only three processes, plan procurement management, conduct procurements, and control procurements. Today, we have got more questions of an open-ended nature. So here's the first page. Make sure you really go through them and ask, do I know what this is talking about? Do I understand what it's talking about? Page two. Page three. All right, and remember, if you are looking for additional help, go on down to hpmexam.com. Now let's get into the multiple choice questions for the day. The following are best practice considerations for procurement in agile or adaptive environments, except. Hit that pause button for more time. All right, so going through all of these options, my friends, there's one that will jump out at you. It's not D. It's not B and it's not A. It's option C. Adaptive and predictive approach should not be mixed. That is an untrue statement. So the answer for this is C. In agile environments, we could use an adaptive approach for some deliverables and a more stable approach for other parts. Next question. The following are best practices for setting up contracts in agile or adaptive environments except. 
Be sure to hit the pause button if you need more time. All right, let's take a look at the answer. The best answer is not A, it's not D, and it's not B. It is C, multi-supplier strategy. This is an untrue statement. Let's examine what the Agile Practice Guide really does say. Agile Practice Guide says, favor full service suppliers. That is the statement. So in order to diversify risk, customers may seek a multi-supplier strategy. However, the temptation will be to contract the work such that each supplier does only one thing which creates a web of dependencies before any usable service or product emerges. Instead, place an emphasis on engagements that deliver full value, as in the idea of completed independent feature set. So let's go back to the question. This is one to really understand. Understand the value of favoring full service supplies. Let's go to our next question. You are a project manager for an automotive design team. The team lacks skills, experiences, and knowledge about the latest automated assembly techniques. Which of the following could be a suitable option for you? the pause button if you need more time. Okay, so the best answer to this is all of the above. Hiring a consultant, sending a designer to a seminar on the subject matter, and including someone from manufacturing as a member of your project team are all legitimate options. So, taking a look, you can see that this is a direct cutout of the Agile Practice Guide, or the PMBOK Guide in this case. So if you go to page 322 of the PMBOK Guide 6th edition, you can see this language is a direct lift. It says an automotive design team needs to be familiar with the latest automated assembly techniques. The requisite knowledge could be obtained by hiring a consultant, by sending a designer to a seminar on robotics, or by including someone from manufacturing as a member of the project team. Considering need, demand, cost, and other criteria, the decision should be made. Let's go on to our next one. Number 64. All of the following are examples of procurement delivery methods except... All right, three, two, and one. All right, so taking a look here, remember what it says. Procurement delivery methods. There's a difference between contract types versus delivery methods. The delivery methods here are B, C, and D. A is a contract type, and therefore the answer, since it says accept, is option A. 
Delivery methods are different for professional services versus construction projects. And you got all these talked about in the PMBOK guide on page 476. You got build, own, operate, transfer, design, build, design, bid, build, design, build, operate. These are just good ones to know just in the context of exam options within the questions. Let's go to our next question. Question 65. In an infrastructure project, a walkthrough of the site was performed by a few experts from the project team and the contractor to ensure a mutual understanding of the work in progress. This is an example of what? All right, let's take a look at the answer. So the answer to this is not C or D. It's not B. It's actually A. This is very peculiar to the world of infrastructure and construction. It says in the PMBOK guide, page 498, an inspection is a structured review of the work being performed by the contractor. This may involve a simple review of the deliverables or an actual physical review of the work itself. On a construction engineering infrastructure project, inspections involve walkthroughs of the site by both the buyer and the contractor to ensure mutual understanding of the work in progress. Let's move on to our next question, number 66. Which bid document is commonly used when more information is needed on how vendors would satisfy the requirements and or how much it would cost? Is it RFI, RFQ, RFP, or IFP? All right, three, two, and one. Let's take a look. The answer is B. It is RFQ. You might have chosen RFI if you didn't read the rest of the question beyond more information. Because the key word here is how much it would cost. RFI is used when more information is needed, but RFQ is specific to how vendors would satisfy the requirements and how much it will cost. So I hope you enjoyed these opening questions for today. Let's jump into the session. Let's get on the road and talk more about plan and manage procurement. So how you doing? It's your buddy Phil here. I hope you're doing well. We're on the road, as usual, taking a trip. Today, we are talking about the aspect of procurement. We've really been going pretty strong here, my friends. And today, this is day 25. We are getting really close to being done 
with process. But let's talk about procurements at a very high level. This is called plan and manage procurements. Now, it's very easy to get this mixed up with conduct procurements only because I know it says manage and there's a tendency to think anything that says manage means you are in the executing process group, but that's not the case. This entire task is about procurements in its entirety. So we're talking about planning, how to manage the procurements, actually acquiring those resources, those sellers, vendors, whatever you want to call them, suppliers. And then we also talk about controlling the contract. So all of those components is what this task pertains to. And the first one simply says, define resource requirements and needs. Could be a bit misleading, but we're talking about resource requirements that we need to procure. Okay, those resources that we need to procure from outside, that's what we're talking about. So that is something you would do in planning procurement management. You will define, are we gonna make or buy? Okay, the next thing is you would communicate those resource requirements to whoever needs to know about it. It could be a procurement department, could be anyone who is assisting you on the project in that regard. When PMI use language like this, you need to understand who they're talking to. Really, they are talking to you, the project manager. So whoever you need to inform in order to move the area along proactively, you would do that. The next one is manage suppliers and contracts. So we are going to assume that those contracts will be awarded and then you would move into managing the suppliers and the contract and that's just the language used you know we talk about customer collaboration over contract negotiation well perhaps for your exam and also in the world of agile you you want to think about these individuals or these entities as partners okay you want to think about them as people that you are collaborating with to achieve that end goal. That needs to be the mindset. All right, so the word manage, it's really more of leadership if you ask me, but again, the language used is, is subjective in some cases. The next one is plan and manage procurement strategy. So you gotta remember that the procurement strategy has a lot to do with the payment plans or the payment systems that you're deciding to use well, let me just go ahead and call it contract types, right? So whatever the, uh, the the delivery method is, whatever the contract type is, that is something that would be in your procurement strategy, all right? And then we have develop a delivery solution. So whatever the solution is going to be, you might develop it and request that it be a particular solution, or it could be the sellers that propose the solution to you, okay? So it really depends. It could be a solution that you have decided, or it could be a solution that you're looking for input from a seller on, okay? So when you boil it down, like I said, there are three things 
planned procurement management is where you are developing the procurement management plan, the procurement strategy. You're also getting an output called a make or buy decision. You're also getting ICE, which is independent cost estimates. And these cost estimates give you an idea of what the price should be for whatever is being bid on, right? So when you send out these RFPs, RFQs, RFIs, you want to make sure that the bids you're getting back are on par with expectations and with the marketplace. You want to make sure that what they're giving you is typical. All right, and then we also have, like I said, uh, the make or buy decisions. And if you decide to go ahead and buy, then you're also going to get something known as source selection criteria. And the source selection criteria is going to help you to choose whatever seller, vendor, supplier you're looking to hire. Based on what you're looking for, you know whether that is sensible, a sensible decision to award the contract. So from conduct procurement, you are going to get an agreement, hopefully, which means you're going to award a contract to a seller or sellers. And after the contract has been awarded, you move into control procurement. And in control procurement, this is where you are, as the task put it, managing the seller or sellers, okay? You're managing the seller or sellers, managing the contract, making sure that you got what you asked for. And that's it, in a nutshell. That is task 11 in the process domain. I hope you found it to be useful.